Welcome to another faith-building message from Samuel Pada, pastor of the King's Temple in Hyderabad, India. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. I want to remind you because there's been a gap and I want to, I'm trying to finish this today and I don't think I will be successful, but let me try. <clears throat> don't forget that this is the word that God has given us. And when we started the series, I reminded you from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 6 and 7, that Paul said, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Everybody say, God gave the increase. <laughs> say it again. So increase comes from God. Hard work is essential, but it's the favor of God that causes increase to manifest in our lives. Say amen. So he that... He, the, so, so then neither he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. God giveth increase. Amen. Chapter 26 of the book of Genesis chapter verse 12 says, When Isaac sowed seed in that land, in the same year he received a hundredfold, and the Lord favored him with blessings. The Lord favored him with blessings. And the man became very great and gained more and more until he became very wealthy and distinguished. Hallelujah. I want you to get a picture. God is a God of increase. He wants to increase you. He wants to bless you. He wants to favor you. And he wants to make sure you gain more and more and become distinguished. Hallelujah to Jesus. Remember, this is what the Bible is saying. I'm showing you many scriptures because, you know, everything has to be established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Right? So Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22 says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. Psalm 115 verse 14 says, The Lord shall increase you more and more. Say Amen. The Lord shall what? How much? So let this truth be established in your heart that God wants to favor you, increase you, multiply you, establish you, and make you distinguished. Hallelujah. This is my portion in Christ Jesus. Can I hear an Amen? So no matter what, if anything is happening, whatever is happening around you, in spite of negative experiences or negative atmosphere that you live in, you have to establish your faith in what God's word says. Because everything starts from the inside. Your believing changes everything around you. That's why the renewal of the mind is so important. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says, don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Becoming a new person. How do you become a new person? Remember, you are born again. All things have passed over. Behold, all things are become new on the inside, which is your spirit man. But if that has to be evidenced in your life, the renewal of the mind is so important because as you begin to change the way you think, and your thinking comes into alignment with God's word, your spirit and soul come into alignment, and that's when the manifestation is evident on the outside. Can I hear an amen? <clears throat> you know, this is the reason why listening to the word, reading the word, studying the word are so important. 
Not reading the Bible for the sake of reading, but reading for the sake of transformation. Reading for the sake of learning. Reading for the sake of transformation of life, of our character, of our, of our spirit, of our soul, you know. Remember that the Word of God is designed to affect your thinking, to renew your mind, and to change the inner image. <clears throat> Every one of us carries an image on the inside. You always move in the direction of your most dominant thought. A thought is nothing but a picture. A thought is nothing but a picture. <clears throat> so we need to understand that we are all controlled by a picture we entertain on the inside about ourselves, about our circumstances, and about everything else that we are involved in. There are pictures that we hold on to. And those pictures dictate how we behave. Can I hear an amen? So no matter where you are, what circumstances surround you, and who opposes you, you, you must learn to see yourself as God sees you. You must learn to see yourself as God sees you. Remember, we just read from Numbers chapter 14. We talked about these 10 spies. They spoke what they saw of themselves on the inside. They said, we are like grasshoppers. That is the picture they had on the inside of themselves in comparison to the Nephilims that they saw in, with their naked eyes. But when Joshua and Caleb saw the same picture, they had another image on the inside. They said, if God is pleased with us, we will overcome them. They're bred unto us. We will possess that promised land. See, there are two different pictures. The picture that the ten spies had was totally opposed to the picture that Joshua and Caleb had. But how did it differ? And why did it differ? Because Joshua and Caleb believed what God said. The others believe the report of the people. <clears throat> Amen. They believe the report of the people. They did not believe what the word says, what God said. Now, if you want to become a winner in life and you want to see increase manifest in your life, you want to be distinguished and blessed to be a blessing to others, then you need to learn to build an image on the inside that is in line with what God says about you. So it's not, the picture should not be dependent on the circumstances you're living under or among. And it should not be dependent on what people say and people's opinion about you. But it should be dependent on what God says about you. Therefore say, now, I am a son of God. Say it again, I'm a son of God. You may not feel like you're a son of God, but you are a son of God. Say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Say it again. You may not feel righteous, but it does nothing to do with feeling. It has got to do with your believing. That's why it is important for you to meditate. It is through the process of meditation that the image is changed. It's not mental agreement. See, when you begin to mentally agree, it starts with mental agreement. You agree in the mind, but now you dwell on it so that it begins to affect the image on the inside and you begin to see yourself as God sees you. Say Amen. So I want you to understand that we got to learn to believe and see the picture that you're blessed. Say, I'm blessed. Say it again. And while you're saying it, you may not know where your next meal is coming from. It doesn't matter. You're not saying it based on your experience in the now. You're saying it based on what God said. God said, I'm blessed. Therefore, I'm blessed. What does that mean? Empowered to prosper. I am empowered to prosper. Say it again. Say it now. Power to increase. See, you're destined to rule and reign in this life according to the word of God through Jesus Christ. Look at 
um, you know, look at uh, Romans chapter 5, please. <clears throat> Romans chapter 5, verse 17, the King James Version reads like this. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, that is through Adam, much more, okay, much more, that means much more than what Adam did. They which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, hallelujah. We are the ones that receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. And those that have received that shall reign in life by Jesus Christ. So God has called us to rule and reign in this life. Somebody say amen. I said God has called us to rule and reign in this life. Now so many times it's so difficult to believe it because sometimes we begin to believe according to our experiences. But remember something. That which is seen is what? Temporal. That means temporary. That which is not seen is what? Eternal. So the word of God is eternal. My experience will change. Amen. So I need to learn and discipline myself to begin to believe what God says and not just believe my experiences. If my experience has to change, if I have to move from poverty to prosperity, I have to believe what God said, meditate on it, change the image on the inside by speaking it through my mouth. Say Amen. This is why it's called the gospel. This is the gospel of the kingdom. Amen. In this kingdom, you are a king. Hallelujah. God has destined every one of us. Who is a king? A king is somebody that rules and reigns. You rule over your circumstances. You rule over your negative situations. You rule over sickness. You rule over lack. You rule over everything that's opposing you. You are called to rule and reign in the name of Jesus. Say amen. You're not a beggar who is barely, who's trying to barely make it in life. You are a son of God called to rule and reign. You're not a beggar, okay? See yourself as God sees and declares in his word. See yourself as God sees you and declare as God's word declares. He looked at Abram. I said, Abram, your name is changing today. You're from this day, you're what? Abraham. What did God do? He changed the name and changed the image. Go to Genesis, please. Chapter 17, verse 4. Genesis chapter 17, verse 4 says, This is my covenant with you. I will make you the father of multitude of nations. This is my covenant. Remember, we have a covenant with God. And based on that covenant, I'm supposed to live a healthy life, a blessed life, where I'm a blessing to others. Say amen. I am not begging I'm not going around with a begging bowl asking and begging people for my livelihood. But I'm ruling and reigning in life and I'm blessed to be in a place where I'm blessing others. Say Amen. This is my covenant with you. I will make you the father of multitude of nations. What's more? I'm changing your name. God says I'm changing your name. Many of us need a name change. I said many of you need a name change. I will... I will no longer, I'm sorry, it will no longer be Abram. Instead, you will be called Abraham, for you will be the what? Father of many nations. This is what God said. You will be what? A father of many nations. You will be what? 
healed. You will be what? Blessed. What else? You shall increase. Right now from the 1st of January, you might have been going south. It doesn't matter. Soon it's turning around. First, the turnaround has to happen here on the inside. You got to see yourself turn around. You got to see the hand of God prosper you. You got to see and know uh, and say with your mouth, I shall increase because increase is my portion in Christ Jesus. Can I hear an amen? He called Jacob the deceiver Israel. You know what Israel means? Having power with God and ruling with God. Go to Genesis chapter 32, please, verse 27. He said unto him, what is thy name? This is what the angel asked. He said, Jacob, which means what? Supplanter or deceiver. And he said, thy name shall no longer be Jacob. I'm changing it. But it, but it shall be Israel. For as a prince hast thou, hast thou power with God and with men and has prevailed. His destiny changed with a name change. People of God who are young couples, who are about to have children or planning to have children, don't just go and search for names on Google. Don't just look for fashionable names. God changed the name by which a destiny was changed. The angel came and said to Mary, he shall be called what? Jesus. If names are not important, why did God send an angel to name him? Names are important because every time you speak that name, you're speaking a destiny into existence. And if you have named your children something, it is not too late to change it. Because that when Abraham was 99 years old, there was a name change. You can rechristen the name, the person. It's never too late to change the name. Change the name and change the destiny. Amen. Hallelujah. You know why? You attract what you are, not what you want. Why is this important? You attract what you are, not what you want. That means whatever image you have on the inside is what causes. It's like a magnet. It attracts everything concerning that. Many people that are in lack desire much, but always attract lack. Lazarus was sitting by the gate of the rich man. What did he desire? He wanted food. He wanted money. He wanted shelter. He wanted protection. What did he draw? What did he attract? Dogs. Beggarly mentality attracts dogs. I'm teaching you something very powerful. You attract what you are, not what you want. That's why... When there was no food, and everybody was wondering, what are we going to do? Jesus said, feed them. He said, how do we feed so many people? He attracted who he was. No lack in the midst of a desert. All the shops were closed, and there was no money to buy. There was still no lack. What picture do you behold? Are you waiting and watching when Corona will hit you? It will definitely not disappoint you. Because you attract what you want, what you, what, who you are, not what you want. <clears throat> who are you on the inside? Who are you? Sit down. Think about yourself. What do you see of yourself? What do you imagine yourself to be? Everybody has a picture on the inside. 
The way you behave is nothing but a manifestation of who you believe you are on the inside. The way you behave is nothing but the evidence of who, what you believe about yourself. How do you see yourself? Let me tell you, every one of us desperately needs an image change. I want to encourage you to see yourself as the one that carries the blessing of the Lord for increase. I shall increase. I shall increase. You know, when you're believing for that, <clears throat> let me just say this. When I'm believing for increase, and God said increase, but my experience is totally opposite to that, don't lose hope. Because God, has, God is involved in your life and has put you on a path where he's working on you to prepare you to harvest. Joseph, you shall be a leader. The next thing he knows, he's in the pit. So totally different to what God showed him. And many of us will lose our track and lose faith. And begin to doubt the prophecy and even call the prophet who spoke it as a false prophet. We have to be careful not to draw conclusions so quickly. But let the spirit of God work through us that even when you're in the pit you're saying, I, am I was born to lead. I was born to lead. I was born to succeed. Born again I mean. Amen. So don't let negative experiences rob you or sabotage that picture that God is establishing in your heart. See yourself as somebody that is financing the kingdom of God. David has an, had an image of building this temple. He said, I got to amass wealth for this temple. And he kept working on it and kept working on it. See, you, every one of us must be kingdom builders. Providing our services, providing our talent, providing the wealth that God has given us to build the kingdom. Say Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe to our podcast channel for past episodes. If you've been blessed by the message today, consider rating it and even sharing it with friends. For more content from the King's Temple or to connect with us, visit kingstemple.in. Have a blessed day.